Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. Our featured organization, My Family, takes us all the way to, uh, is it the South? Yes, it is the South of Gauteng. For enigen, it better be the South, eh? Because if it isn't the South, I'm sitting here and saying for enigen is the South. Anyway, it takes us all the way to for enigen, the southern parts of Gauteng. That's of course. And uh, to Balisa Pads, it is an organization founded uh, by Cherie Balisa DeVitt, who in 2017, April, read an article about girls missing school due to a lack of sanitary pads. And uh, the reality was horrifying. And she started to think about all the other women in the world who also could not afford sanitary towels and how they could get through the month. And having been privileged enough to have had sanitary towels at the very least every month, Cherie decided that every girl deserves at least the same advantage. And Cherie joins us on the line. Cherie, good afternoon to you and welcome to Radio Pulpit. Good afternoon and thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Cherie, we are here to hear your story of vision, your story of strength, uh, your story of compassion, your story of living um, a life of many in one lifetime, you know, and uh, we're really looking forward to having many, many people encouraged to start and or rather to see that their dreams are valid and to start with the little that they have to do the most that can be done with the Lord on their side. Let's go back, uh, Cherie, to, uh, you know, who Cherie is. Kibitsa pali pali, kimang pali pali. Exactly. Everybody yeah. calls me pali pali. <laughs> yeah. So talk to us about pali pali before you even come to the birth of Balisa Pads. Well, I always say I'm, I'm a, a little mighty mouse chatterbox. You know, that pretty much sums me up. Um, but just, you know, just in terms of me as a person, I, I've always been very energetic. I've always mm. been, um, you know, I love a challenge. And, I, and I've always been somebody who goes, you know, off the mainstream. Mm. Uh, everybody had Barbie and Ken. I had Donna and Derek, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, On the uh, other so, side of the so, spectrum. <laughs> always. I'm, I'm, I'm always uh, off the mainstream. And I, and I think that was all training for, for what is to come. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So, yeah, through, throughout my, my schooling and everything, as you said um, in your lovely intro, you know, I, I, I come from a privileged family. I never battled, you know, I never went a day without dinner mm. or anything like that. I didn't even think about not going without pads. I mean, mm. that, that thought didn't even occur to me. Uh, yeah. I was so horrified when I found out. So, um, but I've, I've always been, in, you know, in, enjoyed sort of charity work. My, my dad always says, my heart is like a taxi. He's always goes for one more. Mm. Um, and uh, so I've, I've always been interested in things like that. And I started, in fact, my, what I hoped to do was actually uh, be a teacher. So when I started my career when I left school, I actually was a math teacher um, for, a, for a short time. And then, of course, the reality of playing golf course up to me and I had to go into the real job. Mm. <laughs> so not, not that teaching is not a real job, but I think it's a job of passion. And I had to, I had to get a, a better paying job, and um, because I studied accounting, that just made sense. So I actually spent most of my career in in every kind of accounting you can think of, and in finance. And I've had an amazing, amazing, amazing career, mm-hmm. um, learning so many different things. And, and and when I look back at it now, I realize that every single thing that God, every job that God took me into, was training for where I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that is that is such an important lesson. You don't always see it when you're going through it, but but it happens to you. Um, and um, then 
So I can tell you so many stories about how God has led me. We'll be here all day. Mm. But um, how, how Polisopad came to, to be in existence, I don't know if, if, I, if I may go into that already. Yes, please go ahead. Um, is the, the, so in my career, you know, I did very well and I was in finance and in IT and things like that. Mm. And, um, and I... And I and I did. I really did very, very well. But um, I started realizing, as, as time was going on, that the work that I was doing, I didn't realize it at the time. But as I got more senior and I got to be exposed, I realized that the work that I was doing didn't align with my own personal ethics and, mm. and, and, my, and didn't, didn't align with. That didn't bring glory to God, really, um, in 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 the work that we were doing, and I was terribly unhappy about it because I felt I'm, I'm enabling this. Mm. You know, I'm here. I'm enabling this this thing to continue, and um, and it was very very upsetting. And I and I prayed and I and I asked the Lord to please just get me out of this. Mm. I don't know what I don't know what the answer is here, but I'm praying to you. I don't want to do this. I want to use all my talents. You know, I was I was listening to Joyce Meyer yesterday talking about talents and how important it is that we use our talents mm. and exercise our talents, our God-given talents. They're not something we figured out. It's, it's God-given talents. And um, and I've got a lot of them. I've got a lot of skills and a lot of talents. And and I and I said, Lord, I don't want to use these talents you've given me to do something that doesn't glorify you. Please oh. get me get me out of this. I, I don't know what, but get me out of this. And and before I go into the next part of my story, um, for anybody who's listening, I would like to encourage you. You know, God knows the beginning from the end. Mm. He, he 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 knows the future. He knows the past. He knows the hearts of the people around us, the things that we don't know, and he hears conversations we don't hear. Mm, 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 and, and, mm. and 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 to start prescribing to God what He must do just makes no sense. I always say that to people. I say, I, if you had a friend who knew everything, why would you? Wouldn't you ask them for 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 advice? <laughs> um, why why would you choose to tell them what to do if they know everything? Right. And. And, and I learned a long, long, long time ago, um, as a teenager already, that you are only truly happy when you are walking in God's perfect will. Mm. You are not happy when you're walking outside of His will. And and I know, and I, and especially young people, you always think, oh, I'm too scared to let God, to let Jesus take the wheel because He's going to take me down a boring, conservative <laughs> path I don't yeah. want to be on. Um, and 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 I'm reminded that that God made me. He made me the way I am. Mm. You know exactly who I am and what I'm about. He's not going to give me something that I hate. Hmm. And and so I left it in his hands. And um, and I just said, get me out of this, please. Please, get me out of this. And and I was at a conference in Stellenbosch, and I was talking to the, the guy running the conference, and I was telling him how unhappy I am, and I want to help people. And he said to me, but then go and do it. Stop crying. Stop sniveling here. You wait. You're not helping anybody crying like this. Pull yourself together. Go back to Jabbers and do it. Go and do it. Go and help people. I said, okay, all right. <laughs> I don't know what, but mm. okay. And uh, and then on my way to the airport, I saw this article about girls that didn't have pads and were actually wow. missing school. And I was like, what? This is crazy. I'm such a feminist. How did I not know this? Mm. And I was obsessed with it the whole way back to Joburg. And when I landed in Joburg, I couldn't, I couldn't sit, I couldn't sleep. I was just writing and writing and writing. I think God was just telling me all these things. And I was just writing it all down. And I thought, I don't know if this all makes sense, but I'll check it in the morning. And I checked my numbers in the morning and they were all right. And that was the journey of Police Pad. I mean, I can go on, but I'll stop there yeah. <laughs> for now. Yeah, you know, you say something really amazing, uh, Sherry. You're sharing something really amazing with us to say that in the journey of uh, developing your dream, right? Um, I mean, I, I've sort of put it in um, in 
chronological order as you were speaking that first of all it's important that we recognize and we ask the lord to reveal our purpose okay uh because it's i mean we can it's we can be excited about stuff but not everything that we're excited about is always you know, a part of our purpose, um, according to the plan of God. So it's important to recognize the purpose. And secondly, uh, that um, the gifts and the talents that God gives us, let's recognize those. Let's appreciate those. And uh, let's continue to work on those. And finally, when all of that is done, uh, we then need to continue to trust God with the journey, you know, and not to tell him, Lord, this is my plan. You know, can we please have a stamp of endorsement over my plan, but to trust in the plan of God. Yes. Absolutely. And you know what? When when I, I didn't even realize that this was a career that God had planned for me. Mm. He just gave me this desire and this, this, this burning passion that I couldn't get hold. I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. As soon as I had discovered the problem, I couldn't stop. I couldn't sleep. I was obsessed with it. Mm. And I was researching and researching and researching. And I just wanted to solve the problem. I, I didn't even think of it as a business opportunity. Right. I, I, just, I just wanted to solve the problem. Mm. And, 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 as, and as time was going on, and I was, I was so excited, and I was, I was so passionate about it, I said to one of my friends, I said, imagine if this is what God has got planned for my life. Mm. How mm. cool mm. is mm. that? Mm. Mm. Like, I would never have figured this out. Truly, I would, in, in, in my own strength, I would never, ever have, have figured out this problem, this, this solution, and, and, this, and, 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 I, and I say it without sounding arrogant because this is God's company. Mm. This amazing product that we've built, this is Him. And I could not have come up with that on my own. And if I had, like what you said now, come up with my own plan based on what I knew and my limited knowledge of the world, mm. um, I would have gone down a different path entirely. In fact, I wanted to meet Cape Town. I was, I was on my way. Um, I was going for interviews and looking at places and nothing was working out. And, and uh, God and I have a, a very good understanding. <laughs> I've mm. asked him many times to please show me. I've always asked him, I said to him, if, this, if, if I'm going down the right path, open every door so that I know it's where you want me to be. If I'm, if I'm going down the wrong path, please close every door in my face mm. so that I know it's not what you want for me. And, and, and that was what was happening in Cape Town. Every door was closing in my face. I, I, was, I was getting jobs, but they weren't the salary I wanted. There wasn't the job I wanted. It just wasn't what I wanted. It just yeah. wasn't working out. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, okay, Lord, Lord, message received. Cape Town is not for me now. I don't know why, but that, you've decided this. I'm going to stay in Jobbik, but show me what to do. And, and, and here we are. And, and this is what I was saying about just trusting God. He made you. He knows you. Mm. He can give you an idea and a passion and a business, something that nobody else has thought of or other people have thought of. Because I, I do believe that he gives ideas to multiple people Agreed. in the world. Not, and not everybody runs with it. Mm. Um, and, but he can give you an idea, something so amazing that is perfectly in line with your skills, perfectly in line with your passion, that it doesn't feel like a job afterwards. It just feels like an amazing ride. Um, and, and, and glorifying him. But you have to let him take the wheel. You can't just decide this all on your own. Sure. Cherie, this is, this is a totally inspiring. And, um, I wanted to now get into, uh, Balissa Pads. Uh, what exactly is Balissa Pads? And we're going to take it, uh, from the very beginning. And what does Balissa Pads do? Okay. So Balissa Pads is a social enterprise. Now, mm-hmm. Um, I'll get into that a bit later. It, it, it ties in a, a lot with my personal beliefs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are a social enterprise as well as a non-profit rescue company that manufactures and distributes high-quality reusable sanitary mm-hmm. pads. Um, and that was the that reusable. Was the, reusable, yes. And that sure. was the biggest thing that I discovered 
um, in, in, in investigating period poverty is that it's the, it's the fact that a person has to continuously purchase something. Every month you have to buy. Every month you have to, uh, you can't reuse. I mean, one of the girls that we've spoken to tried to wash her disposable pad and use it again. I mean, how heartbreaking is that? Um, and, 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 and many people are, in any case, washing their, their pads before they throw them out because of they're scared that people get hold of their blood for rituals and things mm. like that. So, so, so people are not anti-washing pads. They just didn't know that there was a good solution. And um, in fact, that article that I read, the girl actually, um, mm. I actually got, got in touch with her. I told her, she was a, a lovely golden American. I got in touch with her. But she, it was just a, a, a student project that she did. So she never mm. thought to. But she had mentioned reusable pads. She didn't have the design right, but she mm. had a great washing machine. <laughs> but, um, but, but when she's reusable pads, I thought, hang on a second. My granny used to use reusable pads. I remember her totally. telling me that. No, totally. I remember, mm. yeah, she told me that they used to take strips of lemon and tear it up and, and then fold it and fold it and fold it and put it inside their panties mm. and then they would wash it and hang it on the line. And mm. she told me that that was where the expression came from of being on the rag because you could see who was on the rag because you could see their rag hanging on the Absolutely. line. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know the strange thing, um, uh, Cherie, is that I remember very well that um, in my early uh, puberty, I think, uh, stage, that's exactly what we were taught. I remember my mom specifically demonstrating how, you know, teaching us how to create this uh, uh, the sanitary towel um, into a usable sort of unit that you could then rewash. It's it's just always been normal, and it you know over the years it's always just shocked me how uh, sanitary towels became such a commercial feast when you know solutions were available you know right in the house. But anyway, let's let's carry on and hear the story. Uh, I've, I've done the research on that, so I can answer that if you like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so okay, so I decided reusable pads were definitely the way to go because. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I believe I'm a very independent person and I believe in giving people their independence and their dignity and, and making people dependent on me by me having to give them pads every month is not dignity. So I, I, I thought reusable pads make a lot more sense. Right. Um, I, I, they, they, they give it to them once and then that's it. Mm. And then, they, then, then, they, then they're okay. They never have to stand in a queue for pads again because that was, that was something that really heartbreaking for me was watching girls stand in a, in a queue for pads. I, I just saw the shame on their faces because everybody in the school knows they can't afford pads mm. and they're standing in the queue they're getting pads mm. and we're trying to restore dignity but we're humiliating them in the process and, and, and I just said I don't know what we're going to do with policy pads but it's not going to be this that, uh, uh, nobody's going to leave a walk away with a black box of policy pads feeling humiliated ever that was a promise I made myself right in the beginning and, um, mm. and I've stuck to it you know I, I think I have and um, and so, so what happened was I decided okay cloth pads let's go with cloth pads and I thought, but you know, um, let me let me see who's making cloth pads because I'm I'm pretty good at sales and marketing. That was my last job. Mm. Um, let me see who's got cloth pads. Let me buy some and and try and put my focus and my effort into marketing rather than into production. Mm. So I started phoning around, <clears throat> getting samples of everything, went to see a couple of people, and I was horrified to see what quality was available. And I thought, but this thing's going to break. This thing's going to leak. Mm. This is not going to last. And and I. I didn't even bring myself to wear it because it, it just looked like a like a real charity pad. A uh, few of them, and I just thought, no, 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 no. 
Uh-uh. How can mm-hmm. I put my name and my reputation behind this and ask girls to use something I'm not prepared right. to use? Um, and and, and I, I believe very firmly in that. My staff will tell you that um, if it's not good enough for me, it's not good enough for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I believe that is the essence of loving your neighbor as you love yourself. I've, I've always battled with that. But to me, that's what, what it means. If, if, if you wouldn't do that to yourself, why do you do that to somebody else? Mm. So if, I'm, if I wouldn't be prepared to wear those pads, how can I ask the girls to? I just, I can't do that. Mm. So fortunately, I knew how to sew. I hadn't touched my sewing machine in years. So mm-hmm. I dusted it off <laughs> and yeah. uh, decided I was going to get started. And, um, and I, I went online and I started looking at different designs and different videos and, and I found a lovely video where this one woman explained all the different kinds of absorbents and waterproof fabrics that you can get and what the advantages and disadvantages are of each. So I wrote mm. down everything she said, went to the shops, bought all the fabrics she said and then started. And in the beginning, I didn't let anybody use the pads because mm. I wanted to make sure they were right, so it was mm. only me. So I made them for myself um, with with different types of fabric. I tried cotton because of that, you know, cotton is your, is your, your go-to. You think, oh, that makes Sense. Now, plenty mm. of cotton, um, I did the pad should be cotton as well. Mm. And um, so that was where I started. And I discovered that that wasn't great, actually. Cotton is very difficult to wash. Anybody who's ever missed blood on panties. No, it is. Definitely. It's so difficult to wash. Mm. And after after all the rubbing, the fabric becomes hard and, and, and uncomfortable. Mm. And, and, and some of those marks you just can't get off. And it's not nice to see last month's period on this month's pad, you know. And um, and I thought, so actually what I did, <laughs> I made little survey cards for myself. I, mm. I put all the different um, designs together um, with numbers, and then I would sit on the toilet and say, okay, now, design number one <laughs> is comfortable, um, but it, it doesn't feel nice and dry, and it's difficult to wash. Okay, and then I, I still got them, hey? I've got them in my, my, little, my little box, all my little sample, my survey cards. I was my own critic. And, um, and I went through them one by one, changed the waterproof, changed the change everything and so mm. I eventually settled on version 12 and then I was really happy with version 12 and um, and then I and then I got some little girls to try them for me and they gave me some good feedback and the one little girl actually said you know this this pad this pad is a little bit loose mm. can you not add another snap for me so that I can right. make it a bit tighter and she she's the reason that little girl her name is Danielle she's the reason that our pads have two snaps today that all million of the million pads we've sold so far have got two snaps <laughs> because of her so um, so that sure. was how and 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 bit by bit I've I've sort of developed it you know then I had three different sizes. And my friend said to me, but I put a heavy flow, can't you make something bigger? Mm. Then I made something bigger for her. And then and then and then someone else said, Oh, this is great, but it still doesn't work because I've got PCOS. Can you make something bigger? And that's how we make something bigger. And um, and, and this is how it's developed, you know, with feedback from everybody. So uh, I, I used to pass for six months before I let anybody else try them. I had to be certain they were right. And I traveled with them. I made sure they could stand up to anything um, before I let anybody else try them. So, yeah, so that was that was the journey. And um, we then we started selling and launched officially. So that was in April 2017 um, when, I, when I sort of came up with all of this and, and I spent six months. And then in October 2017, I, um, we launched officially and we started selling our, our, our pads. It wasn't, it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. You know, in your mind, you have this idea. Um, it, didn't, it didn't go down exactly the way I planned it, but it went down the way that God planned it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> always yeah, no, absolutely. I think what I'm also learning uh, from this part, Part of the journey, you know, is how, you know, 
at this point of your life, it almost feels like, as you tell your story, that there was nothing in you that says this could not be done. So there was such a tenacity and determination in you that nobody could have told you, listen, Cherie, uh, you're dreaming way beyond what you should. This can't be done. Talk to us about some of the emotional, mental, spiritual strength that you had to employ and reach out to in that whole process between realizing the dream and, and and manufacturing? Well, to, to do that, I have to go back a little bit. And, mm. and perhaps this will help your, your learners a bit. I uh, your learners, listen to me. I'm thinking I'm mm. of my school now. Your listeners, my apologies. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I learned to trust God uh, a long time ago. So to give you an example, um, I, uh, I don't know what it is now. I don't even know. But it was before my last job, before Palisade. It was a few mm. years. It was a few jobs before that. Um, I, I was looking for a job, and I got an opportunity, and, and it, it would have meant I had to move. Not far, but just I would have to move. And um, and I'd have to move back to my hometown, which I wasn't keen on, and all of that kind of thing. And I had a boyfriend at the time, and I just said, oh, Lord, I, I, I'm trusting you. Mm. Um, and I, I'm asking them, and, and I said, Lord, just please just show me. Like, if, this is, if, this, if you want me to take this job, make it so easy that it's undeniable. And if it's, if it's not, just close every door. I will trust you. So to give you an indication, Tuesday, I phoned my agent. I said, I want a job. Thursday, she had an interview lined up for me. Monday, I went for my interview. Tuesday, I signed my contract. Within one week of phoning my agent saying I want a job, I had the contract in my hand ready to sign. Mm. So I said, okay, Lord, well, there's the answer. And I said, what about moving? He said, just trust me. So I went home to my boyfriend. He broke up with me anyway. I said, that worked out. Can I move? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, there you go, Lord. Thank you so much. That all worked out nicely. And, uh, Talk and about being the master orchestrator of our destinies, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so I moved, and uh, and, that, and that was quite that was quite intense. Um, you know, I, I didn't have any friends in that area anymore, anything like that. But if I look back, and I'm not going to go into the personal details, but it was a very good move for me personally. Mm. Um, I, I I got away from some of the bad influences from the area. Not friends, I still, I'm still friends with those people, but the, the general area that I lived in had a um, not not such a um, you know good moral. Uh, standing. So, um, so, I'm, so I'm moving away from that. I actually ended up um, sorting out some other issues in my life, which I'm pleased about. Um, but anyway, so I took the job and I, I rented a house and everything was great. And then I wanted to buy and I went on, you know, in my own strength, asking everybody, do you want to sell the house? Eventually I found one and the lady passed away and I put in an offer and everything. And, and, and they couldn't accept my offer because she was, um, because they were still busy with her estate. And while I was waiting, God said to me, change your offer. Offer them, my, my, offer them less. Mm. Like, but why? She said, just trust me. Just offer them less. Mm. So I said, okay. So I changed her. So when they came back to me, I changed my offer and they, and they defused it. And they were furious with me. And they declined my offer entirely. Now, you must know there was only about eight units to pick from. And the one that was for sale declined my offer. Sure. And, um, and I used to walk past this unit every day because it was a crossroads. And I used to walk my dogs every day. And every day I walked past this house. And I looked at it and I said, Lord, are you sure? He said, yes. <laughs> So, but uh, Lord, it, it, it might it might be sold. He says, Anna, trust me. So, sure. okay, I'm trusting you. I'm, this, this, you. You know this is the only one for sale, right? Just, just trust me. Mm. Okay? Mm. Anyway, I made friends with the neighbors. She found out that her neighbor was selling the hat and put the place on the market yet. She called me. I went there. It was perfect. It was 100 times better than the other unit that I wanted. Mm. Um, for the same price that I'd originally offered them. And, and everything just went through. Everything just went through. I went there with my office to purchase. It was a private sale. They signed. I signed. My got 100% bond. It all just went through. It was amazing. 
And I said, okay, Lord, I see now. I see what you're saying. Okay, I, I, I trust you because now you've got me the perfect task. Then six months later, I lost my job. The company that I'd moved to, 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 to moved for closed down, it liquidated, and we all lost our jobs. Wow. And I said, Lord, now what? Now what? Sure. You told me to take the job. I took it. You told me to buy the house. I bought it. Now I'm sitting with a house and no job. What now? Sure, what come now? on. Ugh. And he, he said, I told you, you went in my will. I will take care of you. Just just trust me, okay? Just trust me. So, okay, all right, I'm trusting you. Anyway, and I found my same agent again. I said, I need a job now. Anywhere doing anything now. <laughs> right now. Girl Friday, so, whatever. <laughs> anything, like anything, anything, anything. And he said to me, well, would you like to go and be an auditor on a farm in Zimbabwe? And I was like, yo, that wasn't quite what I meant by anything. Um, that was a little bit outside the scrap of anything. Yeah. I, said, I don't, I, and at that stage, I hadn't traveled into Africa at all. And I said to him, I don't know anything about Zimbabwe. It's difficult to kill white people on farms. Now you want to send me to a farm. Mm. And he's like, no, 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 it's not like it. It's not like it. It's, it's, it's totally fine. You're going to be fine. So I prayed about it. God says, go. I said, okay. All right. I'm going. All right. Let's go. And off I go to Zimbabwe to go work on a farm. Mm. Anyway, my first trip there, amazing, learned so much. Oh, man. I think we're losing. Uh, we're losing Cherie, but I'll tell you what we're going to do, my family. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. Um, man, the story is intriguing. I don't know about you, and I don't know, uh, you know, if you are learning as much as I'm learning about the journey, my family, of a dream realized. It begins with a passion, the Lord planting that seed of purpose in your heart and my heart, and afterwards watching over His word to ensure that it performs itself. Let's take a quick break and uh, let's come back to continue this conversation. Balisa Pads is in conversation with us uh, this afternoon, my family, and we've got Sherry Devet Bali uh, Bali joining us on the line, who is founder um, of the organisation. It's Radio Pulpit six five seven AM. Isinya telo ne sinya telo si zohamba nawe injela yonge si vagashele futi ushalegu Radio Pulpit do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Imagine a place where young people can get answers to difficult questions. Seek advice on issues that they struggle with. Listen to uplifting music and find relevant and godly content that can help them shape their identity. All this while also having fun in a safe space and environment. Well, the new I Am Youth website is just the place where you can find this and so much more. Go to iamyouth.co.za for an experience that will stay with you for life. I am youth. Life explained. Tola inkutazo yako nukupanyisa wanyo nukupiniswa imisha na malanga ekasindile Facebook. Shanganyela nampagati weredo pulpit gu Facebook. Jonas Masota, my family featuring Tina Zungu. We trust in you indeed, oh God. Uh, that is the cry of our heart. 47 after 1, that is your time. Uh, Sheree Devet uh, Bali Bali is standing by on the line uh, to share with with us her incredible journey, my family, uh, from dream to the realization of a product that is now serving communities and restoring dignity to our girls. Uh, Sheree, thank you for standing by. Uh, you are still telling us an amazing story uh, in the journey of destiny 
destiny and how the Lord uh, allowed these difficult clouds to come by. All the while, he was still working out an incredible plan for your life. Thank you. Yes, and um, so I just I, I, I'll wrap up that story quickly. Mm. Um, I took the job and 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 all of that. Um, but what I wanted, and I and I ended up, of course, leaving that job to start Palisa Pad. Mm. But what I realized when I looked back is that every single job I've had and every single thing I've been through is exactly why I'm able to run Palisa Pad today. Mm. Mm-hmm. If the, the job he told me to take was in manufacturing, it's the reason I'm able to run my factory. Wow. Yeah, you know, they, they, and, and there's so many examples I can't even tell you. I've got, I haven't got enough time for me to tell you. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that you know, even when something bad is happening to you, it, 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 the Bible says all things work together for the good for those mm-hmm. who love God. And, the, and and just because something bad is happening to you doesn't mean that it's the devil or that, it's, that, that something is wrong. It's for a reason. And if you trust God, it will all work out. And and that's what's happened now. You know, um, now I look back, I mean, we're now seven years in. We've sold almost a million pads already. I've created so many jobs, managed to empower women. Oh, I could have a whole talk for you on just on, on the, 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 the personal development that's taken place mm, with each one of my mm, staff members. Mm. It is phenomenal to see how their lives have changed. Truly, they have broken free from their own um, bondages, mm. you know, through, through having a meaningful employment. And, 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 and earning proper money. Um, and, and that has also been a journey. And, but the thing is, and, uh, and, you know, um, although we are, we are a Christian organization and I'm a Christian, I'm a very open Christian, we don't advertise that because we don't want to, you know, we don't want to. Limitations, um, yeah. Yeah, we don't, we don't want to discourage other, other denominations. You know, let, let them, let them see the love of God in us. We don't need to advertise it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It should, it should be obvious in our behavior, I believe. Um, but the thing is, is that in order to, to run a business that honors God, mm-hmm. you have to do everything right. You have to pay your taxes. You have to be compliant. You have to treat your suppliers properly. You have to treat your customers properly. You have to treat your staff properly. You've got to treat your landlord properly. Mm. You can't, you, and, I, and I tell myself, that myself will tell you, I, this is a regular speech I make. I've been making it for years. <laughs> we, yeah. like, we cannot ask God to bless us if we lie and cheat and steal. We just can't. We will not do that. And the same with unforgiveness. We cannot ask God to help us if we've got unforgiveness in our hearts. Sure. We have to let that go. We're a big company on forgiveness, eh? Big, big, big. Because you cannot be working with people for years and years and years and you're holding grudges. And, and that does not please grudges. God. No. And the same with me. I can't hold grudges against my staff. They have cost me money. They've made mistakes. That's what happened in life, right? But I have to, I, and, and, we, and I moan and I discipline and whatever, but I forgive and move on. And, and, and this is such an important thing because without forgiveness, we cannot do God's work. We cannot work in love without forgiveness. It starts there. But it also means we have to do things properly. I mean, I remember one of my staff members saying to me once long ago, um, we, were, we, had, we were short of money and we were short of an order and we had the wrong pads and somebody wants something else. And she said, oh, man, let's just put these pads in there. But they won't even know. I said, I will know and God will know. And God will know, that. Cherie. That's the most important thing. God knows we cheated that customer. I'm not doing that. I am not going to risk my business by cheating God, um, about sure. cheating the customer. So there's no way we are going to do it properly. And and this is the kind of thing. And, and the, the blessings, I mean, I can't tell you the blessings. You know, I listen to my other friends who've got businesses. Their customers are so nasty to them, hey? 
They hate their customers. I'm like, really? I love my customers. My customers <laughs> wish me happy birthday. They like phone me. Like my, one of my customers phoned me yesterday. I'm like, good morning. She goes, oh. Oh, man, just as the joy uh, was picking up my family, we're certainly going to try and see if we can uh, check in again uh, with Bailey Bailey uh, joining us right now. What an amazing story, my family. What an amazing story. Do you have any questions that you'd like to ask Cherie? We will get her back on the line. And if you've got any questions that you'd like to ask Cherie, please do so 0826572729 this afternoon. We are engaging an incredible businesswoman, an incredible visionary uh, this afternoon on some of uh, her journeys, uh, challenges, obstacles, uh, insecurities along the way uh, on the road to discovering her purpose and her destiny. And of course, because this is Heart to Heart, uh, great sounds of music continue to fill in the gaps uh, through our conversations. Your name is already great. Destiny Fellowship Music. Radio Pulpit 657 AM Umgani wako imisha Let's try and conclude our conversation, my family. Destiny Fellowship Music, your name is already great. And that was our filler, Sherry, back on the line. Uh, Sherry, you, you, uh, we lost you as uh, you were trying to help us understand the ethics of running a Christian business. Yes. So, you know, just explaining that, that God is watching everything that you mm. do and he knows your heart. And, and, and he's not going to bless you if you're going to be dishonest. Mm. Um, you know, that it's not his business anymore. You know, then it's your business now. Um, mm. I always, I always say this is God's business. He just put me in charge and I will stay here as long as he decides I need to stay here. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, but I, I just to give you an example, I was, I was battling with, with the supply and I was very unhappy with things. And, and, um, I'm a very strong person. So my flesh is going, I'm going to send him this email. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to tell him off and I'm going to, no, 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 no. And thank heavens it was the holidays and I couldn't, and I didn't want to send a mail in the holidays. And I prayed, and then I was lying in bed. I was actually watching something on TV and I suddenly thought, why am I doing this? Why am I fighting in the flesh? And I, and I said, and I prayed and I, I said, Lord, you know the situations I'm going through. This one, this one, this one, this one. These are, these are really difficult, difficult situations I'm in. And, and I'm asking you, Lord, show me what to do. Like, do you want me to, you know, some of them, I'm asking you to intervene, Lord. Just intervene for me and, and, and let this situation be resolved to your glory. Do you know that that supplier, the very next day, sent me a message to apologize for his shocking behavior wow. and, to, and to promise me. And I didn't say anything, hey, just to promise you that he had a realization that, that, he had, that he'd done wrong. And he was so grateful for everything I'd done for him. And he's so sorry and we'll fix it. And that was just God, hey. I didn't even get around to my snotty email. That was just God intervening um, in his way. And, um, and with regards to the other situations, I said, Lord, tell me what you want me to do. Do you want me to fight, fight my way through this? Or are you going to resolve it peacefully? Mm. You tell me what you want me to do. If you want me to fight my way through this, I will. I will. I will do it. I will fight every step of the way. But I'm asking you, Lord, give me the strength. Strengthen my mind. Strengthen my body. Mm. Strengthen my heart. Protect me. Protect my home. Protect my, my pets. I don't have children. These are my children. Protect my pets. Protect my car. Protect my business while I fight these fights. And mm. I will fight them mm. for you. Mm. Mm. But if there is a way, Lord... That you can in, that you can resolve these conflicts for me with no fighting. Yeah. Sure. And 
so you see what I'm saying? I think to me that's what running a Christian business is. So, um, but the bottom line is this, and I mean, I've, I've got more stories. I could tell you more and more and more and more and more. But the bottom line is this, is that even if bad things happen to you, it does not mean that God has deserted you. There's a lesson to be learned. I'll tell you one quick thing, just if you give me two minutes, okay? Mm. In, in, in May last year, I had a car accident. I was on the way, on the way back from Cape Town with my whole team. I wasn't driving. One of my people were driving. Mm. In fact, I was sitting in the back with one of my ladies. And as we left the last town before we got home, God said to me, you're not causing me to put your seatbelts on. And we normally do. We normally do, but because we were sitting in the back and it was a long trip, we didn't. Mm. And I looked at her and I said, is your seatbelt on? And she said, no, ma'am, it's uncomfortable. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm just, okay, let's just leave it. And I prayed, I said, oh, Lord, we're not going to put our seatbelts on, but I trust you, please protect us. Two hours later, we had a car. <gasps> okay, luckily, we didn't get hurt. And luckily, this, this, it was a canopy that flew into the car. So it had been half a meter high, it would have killed the two in the front, right? So God protected us. God protected that car. And, and 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 he said to me after that, I warned you. Next time you don't bargain with me. Next time you listen. Don't this bargain. Don't bargain see, this with is me. The thing. Don't bargain. Yeah, and I said, I said, Lord, I'm so sorry. Lesson learned. I will never do that again. I promise you, I will listen next time. I will not bargain. I'm so sorry. Thank you for giving me another chance. That was my that was my place to go sitting on the side of the highway. Sherry, and, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. You know what? We are running out of time. Oh. And I, I know, I know, I know, I know. I want to do this like for the next hour and a half. Oh. Let's quickly get to uh, your uh, any contact details. If uh, somebody would like to get in touch with your marketing team, how do we get hold of your products? How do we support what you do? All of that. So everything is on our website, palisopads.com. Mm. Our contact details are there. So our marketing team is marketing at palisopads.com. That also mm. comes through to me um, and to our marketing manager. Um, there's information there. If anybody who wants to donate on a monthly basis, you can get a Section 18A certificate. Um, or you can just make a one-stop donation. Mm. You can get a Section 18A certificate. And we will ensure that your pads do get to, to the girls. We're very, very strict on that. No, no, no not one cent goes unaccounted for. Mm. Um, and yeah, just get involved. But I, I just want to say to all the business owners out there, don't give up. Don't give if, up. Do, do, don't give up and bring God into your business. Um, truly, truly, truly. If, if you, I, I feel so sorry for people who are running their businesses without God. It must mm. be awful. It must be, it must be hell, really, truly. I don't know how I would survive. So, yeah, um, bottom line about my car accident is it all worked out for the good, actually, and everything I ended up being better off because of it. And that comes back to all things work together for the good for those wow. who love God. Sorry. So, never forget that. This has been absolutely amazing. Uh, you are amazing. Thank you for having taken that leap of faith. Uh, today we have a template, you know, uh, to refer to when we are trying to bring to life our own dreams. And thank you for confirming to all of us, you know, that it's okay to dream way out of the spectrum. It can be done uh, with God on our side. We truly appreciate what you've done and spending your time with us this afternoon. Thank you, and it's been lovely. I, you know, I used to listen to radio pulpits as a little girl. I never thought I'd actually be one of your speakers, so this is lovely. Thank listen, you. darling, it has happened. And look, it's the first of many, and it shall continue and continue and continue. Thank you so much for having joined us this afternoon. Thank yeah? you, Ayanda. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Sherry DeVette, my family, joining us, uh, founder of Balisa Pads. Please do find them, balisapads.com. Amazing, amazing work. Your name is already great, taking us to the news. We are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope, faith, and love on 657 AM. Do you need prayer? 
WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.